0: Hi there. Let's look at economic issues in the Weimar Republic. Starting with the post-war legacy and the state of the economy in 1919. The German economy had been tra- drained by the First World War and also the Treaty of Versailles, demobilising the economy. Adjusting from a wartime to a peacetime economy took time. Some companies, like Krupp, had moved over to arms and munitions supply. Economic capacity had been worn down by the war effort and investment was in to rebuild it. Loss of territories. Lost territories such as the Saarland under the Treaty of Versailles had led to a reduction in raw materials and markets of German goods. The impact of shortages. The winter of 1918 to 1919 was harsh and the British blockade of German ports continued into 1919. Food shortages led to price increases. Rising prices led to increase in poverty and anger at the profiteering grew. The influenza epidemic caused greater casualties in the war and was worsened by malnourishment and low standards of living. There were food shortages again in 1923 because of the Ruhr crisis. Let's quickly recap that. So, the loss of territories such as the Saarland under the Treaty of Versailles Their deduction the of raw materials and markets for German goods. Which company moved over to arms and munitions supply after the war? This company is Krupp. The effect of reparations on Germany's economy. Reparations seriously damaged Germany's economy. It became quickly apparent that Germany would not be able to pay them in full. Inflation. Printing more money without economic growth leads to inflation. The currency loses value, and so more money is demanded for goods by suppliers and shops. Marks were shown losing value quickly. In January 1918, there were 8.9 marks to $1. In 1920 January, there were 14. In January 1921, there were 64.9. The fall in the value of marks accelerated in 1922. In January 1922, there were 191.8 marks to $1. In January 1923, there were 17,792 marks to $1. The German government fell behind with reparations. Government debt. The German government was already in debt because of war expenditure. It soon exhausted its already low gold reserves. The government had to buy goods and raw materials to meet its reparation payments. And the government printed money to meet its expenditures. Some of reparations. It was fixed in 1921 at £6.6 billion, pounds, and they were be made in, ca- in gold or in kind, so in goods or raw materials. Government expenditure. Expenditure was rising because the Weimar Republic bought in welfare benefits and had to pay widows and veterans pensions to com- and compensate war victims. It also paid compensation to people who lost land under Versailles and gave cheap loans and subsidies to help industry. In which year were these rates of infl- the inflation in Weimar, Germany? In January 1923, 17,791 marks to a dollar. In January 1918, 8.9 marks to a dollar. In January 1922, 191.8 marks to the dollar. Why was the German government in debt when it came to power following World War I? This was due to war expenditure. Now let's have a look at the effects of hyperinflation. Inflation escalated in Germany to uncontrollable hyperinflation by 1923. By autumn, prices were rising daily or even hourly. The impact of the French occupation of the Ruhr. As Germany fell behind in its reparation payments, France invaded the Ruhr, an industrial region in Germany. The German government ordered workers to stop working, which is passive resistance. The government still has to pay unemployment and welfare benefits, but with no income from the Ruhr, high simply got worse. Stabilising German currency. Tressman called off passive resistance in September. This is important. The German economy needed to be productive if new currency were to work. The new currency was the retin mark. It was introduced in November 1923. One trillion marks was up to one retin mark. As people had confidence in the new currency, it was readily accepted. Hyperinflation was ended, but the new memory of it haunted the Weimar Republic. The loss, losers of hyperinflation. Money lost all value. Cash savings and fixed income became worthless. Monthly salaries did not hold their value, and this affected mainly the middle class. People with assets or heirlooms sold them to bring in money. The winners... People who held money in foreign currencies, like dollars, benefited because foreign currency purchasing power soared. People with fixed rent benefited. The value of loans plummeted, helping borrowers. Some entrepreneurs took out loans to buy out companies. Industrialist Hugo dinners used loans to buy competitors and other firms. By 1924, he owned 1,535 companies, or 20% of German industries. The German government benefited. It was 150 million marks in debt. This was equal to... 15 pfennigs in Rettenach. Populist politicians offered simple explanations for hyperinflation in Germany. The crisis was blamed on Jewish finance, the Versailles Treaty, Weimar, Democracy and Socialists. in 1996 said different people from the same background were affected differently depending on where they lived or their exact place in society. George Gross said even an additional minute could mean an increase in price. A rabbit might ask more by the time it took to walk into the store. Why do people benefit from hyperinflation in the Weimar Republic? People had foreign currencies benefited because foreign currencies purchasing power soared. People with fixed rents benefited. The value of marks plummeted. And of loans the government benefited because it was 150,000 million marks in debt. The invasion of the in 1923. The German government's reaction to the inflation of the triggered political unrest, social hardship, and fibre inflation. The end of the crisis. On 26 September, Gustav Stresemann, the new German councillor, ended the campaign of passive resistance. The Rettin was introduced and the currency stabilised. But the inflation led to poli- considerable political unrest and social hardship in Germany. Cause the inflation. In invasion. On the 11th of January 1923, Belgian and French troops invaded the Ruhr. They took control of all factories, mines, still works, railways, and rolling stocks throughout the Ruhr. On the 19th of January, the German government ordered passive resistance. The Germans refused to produce or transport goods, communications were cut, and economic activity halted. The French and Belgians shot 132 Germans dead during their occupation. They also removed 150,000 people from the region for refusing to obey orders. The motive behind the invasion, Germany could not pay France or Belgium reparations, and France and Belgium were dissatisfied and wanted to seize what was, in their eyes, theirs from the German economy. So what could Germany not pay to France and Belgium? This was the reparations. Which currency was introduced in 1923 which stabilised the economy? Was it the ruble, the Deutschmark, or the Rettenmark? Correct answer is the Rettenmark. The winter of 1918 19 was harsh. And the British blockade of German ports continued into 1919. What was the total sum of reparations fixed at in 1921? So 6.6 billion pounds. What was the cause of the invasion and occupation of the Ruhr in 1923 and the, and the after effects? French and Belgian troops invade the Ruhr, the German government offers passive resistance, Schreterman then ends this campaign, and then the Retinemark is introduced. The process of demobilising Germany economy after World War I was investment was needed to rebuild the economy, adjusting to a peacetime economy took time, Economic capacity had been worn down by the war effort, and some companies had moved to arms and munitions supply. What was the Weimar Republic's response to the invasion of the Ruhr? The government ordered the workers to stop working, which is passive resistance. Government does pay unemployment and welfare benefits, but no income from the Ruhr hyperinflation simply got worse. And that's everything you need to know about economic issues in the Weimar Republic. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.